Good morning, Delaware. I hope you had a wonderful St. Patrick's Day. Nicole, you, in a moment, you've got to tell the story. All but right. I want to introduce our guest. Okay. We are Our guest today is Hillary Scholes, who's the Youth Services Librarian at our Paul Branch Library. Good morning, Hillary. Good morning, everybody. Nice we, to be here. We got Gage behind the board. Hello, Gage. Good morning. Happy Friday. So tell us the story about St. Patrick's Day in the Fowl's House. In the Fowl's House, it is Wednesday. It is the twas the Wednesday before St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> I wish I had a good Irish accent. I don't. <laughs> it, would, it would be shameful. You don't want to try it out here? Nope. Nope. Don't want to. <laughs> don't want to try it out here. Uh, no. Twas the Wednesday before St. Patrick's Day, and um, about five minutes before bed, and my seven-year-old decides to tell me um, that she she has to confess something, and I said, "Oh, okay. What? I'm I'm ready to listen," and she said. Mom, I, I made a deal with a leprechaun today. <laughs> oh, you did. <laughs> okay, tell me about the deal. And she said, well, I wrote a letter to a leprechaun, and I told him that I would put my toys out for him to play with tonight uh, if he brought me gold coins in the morning. Oh. And, and I said, oh. And so she says, see how my toys are so neatly lined up, <laughs> which I should have saw as my first clue. <laughs> and so uh, thus began the um, scrambling to try and figure out um, how the leprechaun was going to get his gold. I don't, I don't want to ruin the magic, so parents, you know. But how the leprechaun was going to get his gold <laughs> into our house For sure. when it was not there to begin with. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, the the leprechauns of the neighborhood, I think, rallied together to make the gold happen. <laughs> it takes a village. It yeah. did take a village on Wednesday night. It makes night. a village to raise a leprechaun. Yes, yes, yes. But needless to say that in the morning, the girls woke up, they checked the toys, the toys were played with. And the gold was deposited. Wow. Yes. Wonderful. And there was and there was a rainbow of lucky charms left on the table for them. (laughs) (laughs) All the bases were covered. Yes, exactly. So so does she tell you about this deal at like seven o'clock at night? No, yeah. Bedtime bedtime was like eight o'clock. It was like and we had a timer set, like, okay, five minutes, timer set, you know, and it would like we were two minutes into the five minute timer. So like seven (laughs) fifty (laughs) seven. Oh, thank you for this deal. At least she didn't wait to tell you in the morning and be so depressed that the leprechaun didn't come yeah. through. Well, Super fair. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I, I will always appreciate her last minute honesty. <laughs> I was always honest when I was about to get caught. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> I just, but then I was thinking, I was like, well, she needs to learn how to make better deals because you don't give the toys before the payment. So she's got to Especially think, not with I leprechauns. I mean, she's getting gold. Yeah. I'm assuming it's a gold chocolate coin, but I think that's a pretty good deal for letting someone play with your toys mm-hmm. it's not like you're giving them away yeah but the gold's got to come first and then mm-hmm. the and then the okay. playment and then the, you know the, mm-hmm. the playment uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness yeah it's uh-huh. fun it's fun in our house somebody else asked me they said do you have a um a, an elf on the shelf and i said goodness no <laughs> they're, they're creepy no yes. well it's a lot of commitment <laughs> something new every day mm-hmm. yeah much. that elf is crazy <laughs> So, um, 
<laughs> it's so hard to follow that. I know. I'm sorry. It, but, you know, it shows a good imagination. It, quite. <laughs> yes. And because of that, I'm going to talk about the Imagination Library this morning. Sometimes I can set them up. You, you did well. <laughs> you did well. Now it's if I could pick it up. <laughs> My coffee hasn't kicked in. Uh, no. So the the Imagination Library um, is a project that was began by Dolly Parton, the mm-hmm. Dolly Parton's Imagination Library. If you have that never... That woman is a national treasure. She's I a saint. Her. She she can't she can't go anywhere. She can't leave us. She's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, she she's also in the news today, but that's for a different story. But it's funny. Um, the 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 Dolly Parton's Imagination Library. If you haven't heard of it, we've talked about it occasionally on this program. Uh, is a opportunity where children from birth to age five can receive a free book a month until until they turn five. Basically, the moment you enroll them. Once a month until they until they graduate into kindergarten, and the whole purpose of it is to give kids books for their own personal home libraries. It is theirs. It is theirs to keep um, and read and explore and love. Um, and then whenever they go into kindergarten, then hopefully their schools will be able to supplement um, things like that. But it gives them that really amazing foundational building block of books that they own. Um, and it is a program that's been around for quite some time, at least the past I would say ten or twenty years. Um, 10 years at least since I've been involved with the library. And uh, so it's now been taken over by the Ohio Governor's Imagination Library. So all you have to do in order to enroll your child is ohioimaginationlibrary.org. Visit that website and click enroll now. And uh, you'll put in your address so they know that you're a Delaware County resident. And in Delaware County, it's completely funded. Your children um, are able to receive these books completely for free. And they they'll receive them once a month until they turn five. There are some really really fun ones in there, um, really common ones like Bad Case of the Stripes. And uh, everyone always starts with the little engine that could because that was Dolly's favorite. She's got a really sweet story about that. That it was um, her father was basically illiterate, and the only book that he ever quote unquote read her was um, the little engine that could because he had it memorized. Mm-hmm. So that was her favorite story um, growing up for that that kind of relationship with her father. But I, I recommend it. Both of my girls have gone through the program. Uh, Willow still gets books through it right now. That's great. Yeah, it is. A, it's a wonderful program. So. So, Hillary, what have you been reading recently? I am trying to get through the large the large tome that is book nine of the Outlander series. Oh, dear. Oh, Go tell the bees that I am gone. Her titles are also getting just as long as her books. <laughs> um, but I'm also, so I'm trying to read book nine while also watching season six of Outlander. So I'm trying to keep show Outlander separate from book Outlander because we've diverged. <laughs> mm-hmm. ah. And so trying to, she also took seven years in between writing book eight and book nine. Goodness. So I've been. Would you go to the George R.R. Master School of Writing? I mean, it's certain. Well, he's still way out there. Yeah. I don't even know how long it's been in between his, his books. <laughs> but seven years, I'm on page like 350 something. Of how many? 888. Ew. No. Ooh. This is also not her longest one. Her longest one is over a thousand pages. Wow. It's a, it's a lot. Uh-huh. Um, but 
I, yeah. I know. I'm like, if anyone comes into my house, I can just hit them with this book and it'll be fine. They'll be out cold. That's a, that's a really good pitch for ebooks, you know? Yeah. Just like one device. It is. Tap, and you tap, don't know tap. how long it is. You just keep you just keep flipping your pages and you have no idea that it's 880 pages long. You just you just spend a nice time reading her book. A fun little mystery. So what what is the allure of Outlander for you? I mean, I know people who read Outlander or watch Outlander are passionate about right. Outlander. There are people who are who are more passionate than I am. Like Molly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they're, 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 they're more out there than I am. But I, my mom read the first the first couple of books. My grandma read them. My sister read them. And they were like, you should read this. <laughs> and I read book one. And my mom gave it to me at 16. And she forgot that there was stuff in it. <laughs> <laughs> it might not be 16 It might not be 16 appropriate. She forgot there was stuff in there. <laughs> and I read it. And I went... Wow, this is great. <laughs> it's fantastic. And then I went to read book two, and I got so mad that book two started with this huge time jump, and things were not correct. Oh. And I was like, did I miss a book? What happened? And I got so mad that I stopped reading, and I didn't pick up book two again for a couple of years. <laughs> I was like, how dare she do this to me? So, and then it was quite a while ago. I read books two through eight all in a year. Oof. So everything is all jumbled up in my brain. And I got my friends to read it. I got them to watch the show. We went to Scotland in 2019. Mm. That's a commitment. Oh, it was so nice. So it, I want to know, because you are our resident uh, not our resident romance reader. <laughs> what a lovely title. Did this birth your love for romance? Or did it, were, were they separate? Um. I would say this definitely was a good start. Um, I got more into romance in college, but this was definitely like, oh, this is their their love story is so important and so centered in the books. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's wonderful. That's what I want to read. I love seeing that kind of depth of emotion. And it's just and it's still there. They're in there. She's in book nine. She's like 62 and he's 59. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, they still love each other and they're still so committed. And well, it's so good. lovely. <laughs> that, that makes me happy. That makes me happy too. <laughs> well, I also read a romance this week, Ooh. but it's really weird. Yeah, isn't it? A werewolf and a vampire are That's together? exactly what it is. Yeah. It's Fangs by Sarah Anderson. I was just walking by one of our book displays oh. and picked this up. Uh, Sarah Anderson, I love the cover. who does Sarah Scribbles. Exactly. You, you guys have written what I wrote for my review. There we go. <laughs> uh, I'm not usually a horror person at all, but I like comedy horror. Mm -hmm. So like Shaun of the Dead, uh, 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 Comedy of Terrors, the, those kinds of things I like. Mm -hmm. So this, I picked this up not really knowing what to expect, but what it is, it's a graphic novel, uh, and it captures that sweet love story of uh, Elsie and, Jim, and uh, Jimmy. Elsie's a goth girl. She's dressed in black, and she seems to create her own moonlight wherever she goes. Mm -hmm. uh, Jimmy kind of looks like he's auditioning for the role of Shaggy in the Rogue Company tour of Scooby-Doo. Perfect. <laughs> so, so we see them as they meet cute at this bar called Auditorium, and we experience their first dates as they kind of start to learn about each other's peccadillos and peculiarities. And Okay, they're not, maybe they're not so small because, like you said— Elsie's a 300-year-old vampire, and Jimmy is a werewolf. So. Spoiler alert, my bad. <laughs> that, that, that's all right. That's the first six pages of the book, so it's, it's no spoiler in the book. 
But uh, anyway, so the, how they work through these things is what's this, the, the whole journey here. And it's so funny. Mm-hmm. It is so funny. Every page is like a single cartoon that oh, nice. talks about their relationship. And so, uh, Sarah Anderson, you mentioned Sarah Scribbles. Mm-hmm. Those are hysterically mm-hmm. funny books about mm-hmm. kind of like her life. Uh, she's also done this amazing collaboration with Andy Weir, who wrote The Martian. Yes. Yeah, yeah called uh, Cheshire Crossing, mm-hmm. with, that brings together uh, Wendy from Peter Pan and Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. That one's and, neat. And uh, Alice from Alice in Wonderland. And they fight aliens and save the metaverse. It's, it's just wonderful. Anyway, uh, back to Fangs. Elsie and Jimmy go through their courtship, accommodating and sort of celebrating their differences. And like I said, each page is its own joke. And they p- play off every one of the tropes of vampires and werewolves. And j- <laughs> Jimmy can't kind of get over his uh, that that kind of canine feeling. He he scares cats, you know, just <laughs> accidentally. Every now and then he just has to chase a squirrel. And this is not when he's changed. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Uh, and so, and uh, Elsie, of course, she's become a vegan. So she what she she raids blood banks mm-hmm. uh, so instead of you know generally mm-hmm. going after people. Well, that's but, nice. Yes, <laughs> uh, they have a, a wonderful sense of humor for for a nice fun evening to watch a movie. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, of course, <laughs> of course, yes, perfect date night movie. So yeah, the, the illustrations are all pretty simple. Uh, and as but and as befits a book about vampires and werewolves, it's all in black and white. But she uses shadow so well. It's like the cinematographers who used to do black and white movies. Mm-hmm. That the way she puts uh, Elsie in the dark because of being a vampire, you can't be exposed to sunlight. Right. Except when she goes out, she dresses in this full like 18th century regalia with a little parasol, and and he helps keep her out of the sunlight. Wonderful. <laughs> it's just a great relationship. So I will note this is not a kids book. Okay. <laughs> no. This is okay for high schoolers and above. It's but it, there's a lot of laughs and maybe even a subtle lesson in in being different. How that does not necessarily make you an outcast. Uh, so I recommend it highly. It's 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 a fast read. I've read it three times already because <laughs> I I want to go back and catch all the little things. And there's at least two cartoons in there that I don't quite get. Oh. So I keep going back to them to see what am I missing. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, enjoy. It's called Fangs by Sarah Anderson and. Uh, It's uh, in the graphic novel section. So we're going to take a break here. And when we come back, we are going to talk about the story walks and about the new project that you've got going on the story walks. Uh, So stay tuned. And welcome back to Off the Shelf. I'm here with Hillary Scholes, Youth Services Librarian at the Powell Branch Library and the creator of our Story Walks project that you've seen around the libraries. And you've got some new news about what you're doing with Story Walks. Yeah, so Story Walks are coming back. It's very exciting. Yay! Yay. After a long break because the weather freezes and you can't get those yardsticks into <laughs> <laughs> the ground. Right. Uh, Story Walks will be back in April. They run from April to November. And then for a refresher, Story Walk is a dissembled children's book that features a fun story. Um, you walk along the trail. They're all numbered. You read the story together as a family. Have a good time outside. All that good stuff. Um, we yeah. had them at um, all of our branches. We were kind of trying them out. We were, yeah. So yeah. they were at all four branches um, and also at Preservation Parks. More on that in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year they will be at Orange, Ostrander, and Powell. Mm-hmm. Um, Maine. They were like, 
we don't know how well it worked. <laughs> it was it's difficult because we don't have a ton of green space right. at the main library. <clears throat> We're kind of surrounded by concrete. So <laughs> Yes. So it all makes sense. Yeah, but in orange they're at the Imagination Garden. Yep, Imagination Garden, Ostrander. They're just out, I think. Kind in of in their, that little front yard. Yeah, in their front yard. Um, Powell, we have them in our mulch beds so that the landscapers don't have to move them every time and put them back out. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm sure they hate me. I should put those in mulch beds. <laughs> um, but yeah, so our the story walks at Orange and at Powell change every month. So every month you can find a fun new story to read as a family. Ostrander will change theirs a little less frequently, um, but she'll have new stories every month um, in the summer. A lot of our books are going to be summer reading themes, so I've got Little Narwhal Not Alone, which is a very cute story about a narwhal who traveled too far and lost his his group of narwhals. Oh, my. But he finds a pod of beluga whales. I just read a literal news story about that. There could be a new species of whale because the narwhal's still hanging out with them. Yeah, it could be a narwhale, but I think they're actually going to call it a... A, a blue no. I can't remember. They're gonna they're a gonna narluga. A narluga. A narluga. A narluga. Yeah. Wow. But yeah. we think it's a missed opportunity for narwhal. Yeah, it's a legitimate news story. Yeah, it's uh-huh. a it's a very real thing that happened. They've been following this pod of beluga whales with a narwhal. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. So that's gonna be out. We've it's kind had... of reminds me of the story of the ugly duckling. Well, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. gets adopted. It's so cool. Yeah. I love it. So we've got some some Oceans of Possibilities themed books going on. We're going to have fall themed books. It's going to be a really fun time. That sounds great. Yeah. yeah. So tell us about what's going on with Preservation Parks. Yeah. So Preservation Parks came to me last year. They did story trails and which and they did it based on a science theme. So last year it was very like dinosaur very was there space there was a space one they just Mm -hmm. did like science as a whole right so they came to us and asked us to get their books for them pick books that matched their appropriate sign numbers they only had 30 signs so it could it could be a 30 page book they had 15 signs there you go that's what it is Uh um and then the delaware public health district was doing a mini grant and with a partnership and with outdoor activities and literacy and healthy living we i applied for that grant and we were able to get partial funding yay Yay! (laughs) partial funding's better than no funding yeah (laughs) and so we're starting to get permanent fixtures installed they're going to go to preservation parks they're going to have these really fun permanent fixtures that will keep the signs super protected they'll be up all year long so they won't have to go away in november because Mm -hmm. it's a it's a solid wooden post Mm mm-hmm and then we're hoping to one day get some more permanent fixtures for us. Yeah. Great. You alluded to it a little bit earlier, but what they currently are on right now is yard signs. Yes, it's like literal, a chloroplast. Mm-hmm, it's the H stakes and the and the yeah, the plastic and there we have them very well laminated. Yes. <laughs> we laminate those book pages to death. Yes. <laughs> they go through like three times. And then they're taped on there nice and secure they and we are. just pray that Ohio weather isn't going to be too harsh. <laughs> yes. We get we get a lot of I'll come in one day and I'm like, "Oh, that yard sign's missing their book pages. Where'd they go?" <laughs> they blew off in the weather. <laughs> I got to go find them. Yeah, so these permanent fixtures are yeah, wooden posts mm-hmm. with a a larger um like kind of frame on top of it yep, it's like a fully locked in frame to keep it super protected mm-hmm. glass not glass obviously but a clear 
hard plastic mm-hmm. um, that you can see the book page and travel along and read it. And it's just more more sturdy, more weatherproof. Do you know what park it's going to be installed in? I don't. They actually, last year we had, they did it at a couple of parks and mm-hmm. they want to do, they're going to have wooden posts installed, but they actually got movable permanent fixtures, movable in quotes, so they can Neat. move them and put them at other parks. Oh, okay. So that they can reach a wider range of people. So they might oh, be cool. a little bit moving. Yeah. But <laughs> well, that's yeah. great. Congratulations on getting the grant. Yeah, that, Thank that you. was a wonderful uh, a treat. Uh, we've been working so closely with the health department on bad stuff, on COVID tests and stuff like that. It's so nice to be able to work with them on something good, right. and upbeat like this. Yeah, <laughs> so. it's, it was it was a real joy. I was mm-hmm. it was it was a long process to get that going, and I just feel really excited. Yeah. I mean, story walks are really close to my heart. Yeah. Well, great. Well, congratulations. Thank thank you you for doing that. We have a few things coming up at the library this week we want to talk about. Uh, We have a new library gals go to the library. uh, Today. Dropping today. Yes, it probably has already dropped, as as a matter of fact. And that's on our podcast page, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, DelawareLibrary.org slash podcasts. Tomorrow, we have the Young Writers Workshop and the Middle School Writers Workshop at the Delaware Library, sponsored by the Friends of the Library. Uh, the Young Writers Workshop is sold out, mm-hmm. uh, but I believe as of Wednesday night, which is the last time I checked, there were still a few tickets left for the Middle School Writers Workshop, and that one is going to feature Steve Harpster, mm-hmm. but they're going to work on making their own graphic novels. Yeah. So that should be a fun class. Right, and if you've run into anything on Eventbrite as far as uh, the tickets not you know, being available for sale, I would just email um, president at DelawareLibraryFriends.org, and they can get you hooked up. That's right. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, we really appreciate the friends doing this. That's going to be a, a, a really nice project. Uh, it's great to have it back because mm-hmm. uh, Penny Mong, who's worked on this forever with the friends, is is so dedicated to this project, and she does such a nice job with it. So we've got a couple of uh, uh, maker uh, studio yep. special events coming up. You want to talk a little bit about those? Yeah, there's a 3D printing tutorial on Monday. Um, starts at 3 o'clock, lasts about 90 minutes, and uh, there are still two seats remaining for that class. Um, if you happen to come to the Maker Studio in the coming week, you'll see our newest project that um, we are teasing, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But um, parents of graduating seniors, if you feel like, oh my gosh, I need to get some things done for my seniors, you're going to want to stop by the Maker Studio. Definitely. And there's another one coming up on dry erase calendars. That's on, uh, let's see, Wednesday. Yep. Um, and that's, uh, again, the Maker Studio. And it'll be how to create your own reusable monthly calendar. Mm-hmm. And so. I think that one's on a wait list. But okay. um, we'll be able to maybe, like, make a video tutorial. Mm-hmm. It all can be done. It, it certainly can. Thanks yeah. to Maker Studio and Good Communications. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple of uh, book clubs coming up on Tuesday. Carrie's Book Club at Powell is doing the Paris Library, which I just read a review oh, yeah. of that sounded really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a book by uh, Janet Skeslian Charles. Janet Charles, just remember sure. that part. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, And then Harla's Book Club that evening is Fast Girls by Elise Hooper. Mm-hmm. So uh, a couple of interesting books coming up there. All about racers. Runners. Runners? Oh, really? Right? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty Great. sure. Um, and we still have seats remaining for Saturday, not tomorrow, but a week from tomorrow um, for our Dungeons and Dragons. They Ooh. are meeting in person at the Delaware Main Library. It's an after hours event, five o'clock to eight o'clock. Four seats are remaining. This is for our teens. And um, if you don't know Dungeons and Dragons, it's like role playing, board game, 
adventure adventure combined. Yes. Yes, exactly. Again, back to the imagination again. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, I want to thank uh, Nicole mm-hmm. and the folks who attended yesterday's Zoom program about yes. the New Liberty Library. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you didn't uh, get to attend or if you're still curious about what's going to happen at the New Liberty Library, we did save uh, that uh, and you can watch it on our website, mm-hmm. DelawareLibrary.org slash locations slash uh, slash liberty. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's available, and uh, we had some good questions. Uh, we had a, a fun time going over floor by floor what's going to happen in the new library. Yeah, and uh, progress continues to be made on the project, and I'm I'm just delighted. Every time I drive by there, it seems like it's bigger. And I know. I'm gonna done. go. I'm gonna go see it today. You're gonna be going somewhere else today, but I'm gonna go see it today. There's yes. a handful of us, so I'm very excited. So, the walls are closed. And well, the out the exterior, exterior walls are walls closed, are closed mm-hmm. and uh, the roof is either done or very close to being done, which means weather won't be a factor for working inside the building anymore. That's wonderful. Uh, that so wonderful. we're hoping that they get the staircases in pretty shortly, so that we can actually get up on the second floor. And That's usually the, necessary. The yeah. Mm-hmm. What? We, we, I, I, <laughs> I was just gonna float up. <laughs> I, actually, I actually climbed a ladder and scared the bee. Uh-huh. <laughs> stuff out of uh, uh, the uh, the contractors because I wasn't supposed to climb that ladder. No, no. <laughs> then there. I got up there and realized, I don't mind going up a ladder. Oh. I hate going down <laughs> ladders. Going down is rough. And they're probably thinking to themselves, like, well, he's the director, so yeah. I guess he should, but I don't think he should. <laughs> yeah. I promised him I wouldn't do that again. Because <laughs> I wait till you get the stairs in. So. Anyway, thank you, Hillary, for being here. Uh, we're really looking forward to the, the continuation of the StoryWalk project. And thanks for bringing that whole project to the library. Yeah, thank you so much. Nicole, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Thanks to our friends at the library for sponsoring this program and for all that they do for the library. And thank you, Gage. Of course. And uh, we will see you in the stacks.